0: Hey everybody, this is The Movie Q. I'm Calvin. And I'm Ben.
1: We've been watching a lot of movies lately, and we feel we have to get an episode out right now. Specifically, we watched the new Blade Runner movie and Thor, and we both really wanted to talk about those, as well as a bunch more that are now out on DVD that we didn't necessarily catch in theaters over the summer.
0: So we're going to try to get it to as many as we can and uh, just give you guys a fun show. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so, man... It has been a while again. It has been too long. Way too long, man. Which is funny because this should be out like a week after the last one. Maybe a week and a half. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Like, you all know I was ridiculously pumped for 2049. And then it came out and we didn't even like – this this is our first time even talking about it mostly because we just try to keep that for you guys. And so I have been dying – absolutely dying to get to it and i cannot wait to talk about it more in this cast it's gonna be freaking amazing you want to just dive right in then let's just do it man i can't i can't i can't hold myself
1: back anymore ridley scott directed three hour epic oh my word
0: two hour and 40 minute it's crazy. I heard a rumor. Apparently, it was supposed
1: to be approximately three and a half, maybe four hours with an inter- intermission in the middle.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, low. But they were told they couldn't do that. <laughs> you. <laughs> that makes me a little upset. I, w- I, 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 I want that Ben Hur level of just enormity in my blade runner that would i ridiculous. mean but
1: people didn't see it at the two hour 49 <laughs> sure, minute rate sure. do you think that might have had anything to do with it
0: because two it's such a minutes. long movie it may have yeah we're, we're talking about the critical like box office success of this movie because it did kind of poorly in the box offices and following some news stories it looks like it might lose 80 million dollars uh Just based on its theatrical release. And the budget. Not including any sort of
1: DVD sales. Exactly, exactly. Digital sales.
0: That's not good. No, it's really not. That's really bad, especially for a giant blockbuster like this.
1: Was it No, it was meant to be a blockbuster. You could feel it while you're watching it. The
0: advertising, just everything about it screened blockbuster. And it's it's interesting it because
1: Baby Driver also I would say screamed blockbuster the way it was advertised. I saw advertisements <sighs> for it all over the place.
0: It did, but the scope of it is just so much smaller. I I think that it it is a block
1: it had a shot at being a blockbuster such a smaller
0: budget. I'll it's say it is easier to a, make
1: money. It had such a shot at being a blockbuster though. It did, it but really I did. I think that's
0: partly like our leaning towards the movie because he liked the director and stuff that kind of informs that opinion. I am yet to find someone who dislikes that movie. It's true. It's a really fun <laughs> movie. Guys, if you haven't seen it, go do it. Go watch that. Also haven't found anyone who's
1: seen this movie who dislikes it. I've heard some people who like said some like it was okay maybe, but right. never someone who was like, Yeah no, I didn't like it.
0: Right, right. No, pretty universal good opinions of this movie critical and audience reactions have been really really good and that it underperforms i i really can't tell you why i can't tell you why it has the star power it has the story it has everything that should make a great blockbuster and yet we just we see what we've gotten
1: so i guess my question then becomes why do people like blade runner why do people watch blade runner what about Blade Runner versus Blade Runner 2049? Because as you guys know, and I've talked numerous times about it, I very much dislike the film Blade Runner. I appreciate it, but I don't like it. This movie, I appreciate and I like. I, I, I really enjoyed this film. And right. so maybe since Blade Runner can be a very diversive film as far divisive? as... Divisive? Divisive. Thank you. Um, as far as, you know, who likes it. Right. um, Just, it's not really meant for the blockbuster crowd. Then this one's marketed as a blockbuster. Maybe those blockbuster people didn't like the original Blade Runner, so they didn't go see this movie. You're not taking your kids to go sit through Blade Runner 2049.
0: You really probably aren't. (laughs) And that's a shame, I think. Like, teenagers, I think, would really enjoy the universe and have fun with it. It's not as action-packed as, like, Star Trek, right? Kind of the easy comparisons in the genre. It- it's cyberpunk. It's different. And I think that it probably played to the 80s audience more than it does the modern audience we have today. Uh, maybe a bit better? I don't know. I, I Like, I don't have the data to understand what happened. I think I... I don't think I would
1: have seen this movie necessarily if I hadn't seen the original. Yeah, And the original being a cult classic, especially for f- fans of film, maybe
0: it just didn't translate for right. that crowd. Right. And, you know, on one of my viewings, spoilers, I saw this like three times. Um, he did. On one of my viewings, I asked a number of people, like, this is very close to opening night, and they were almost all people that had seen the movie before. So I, th- I think a lot of what we got was original fan base, and we got almost new, no new fan base. Like, not a whole lot. Whereas, like, you know
1: with something like Star Wars and Star Trek, there's people who'd never seen any of the original stuff. And Evergreen. went into the last, or not the last Jedi that's coming out, The Force Awakens. Yeah as the first star wars movie they've ever seen kids
0: like parents taking their
1: their kids to this and for me star trek that first star trek i'd seen a couple episodes and was like that's really stupid looking Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you just walk in on star trek at my age you're watching like a what 60s
0: 60s tv show Uh, late 60s 70s 60s 70s
1: something like that 70s yeah um and you walk in and you're like, well, there's a bunch of people in weird, brightly colored shirts. Right. Walking around on a desert planet trying to hide from a robot. Ooh, that
0: doesn't Crazy. look very good, the robot. Exactly. It's
1: like, anarchotic. and so like I went into this, the uh, the other Star Trek movie. Calvin Universe. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know one what really to expect. And I got more or less a
0: Star Wars movie in the Star Trek universe. (laughs) Yeah, you really do. But it was really fun, and I really
1: enjoy all three
0: of those movies. It was a fast-paced action flick, and I think that that's what goes over really, really well, and this is not it. So why don't we step into our review now that we've discussed some of the stuff happening around the movie and kind of discuss our personal thoughts on it, and then we can pick up on this discussion again after you kind of understand what's going on with us. So, plot synopsis, Officer K, played by Ryan Gosling, a new Blade Runner for the Los Angeles Police Department, unearths a long-buried secret that has the potential to plunge what's left of society into chaos. His discovery leads him on a quest to find Deckard Harrison Ford, a former Blade Runner who's been missing for 30 years. Starring favorites such as Harrison Ford, Dave Bautista, Ryan Gosling,
1: Jared Leto, as well as some other people who I, I mean Robin Wright, I know her name. I think I've seen her. She's in some a big other part stuff. of this movie as well. She's also like, she plays in, like a relatively famous person. House of cards. I've seen her in some stuff. Yeah. As well as Anna de Armas and Sylvia Huex. I apologize if I
0: mispronounced any of those names. We probably did. We're pretty bad at p- pronouncing those names. Yep. I have no ethnicity skills whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit, but not nearly enough let's talk about the movie production quality soundtrack, personal opinions all that jazz production quality I thought it was very well done incredible
1: a little we've already touched on it being
0: more blockbustery feely than like the noir film of the original one it's not it's not really a noir film like it's a film about a solitary character but and it is an investigation, but it's thing. got a bit of a hollywood feel it It does, but not too much. The ending's a little Hollywood a yeah it's a Hollywood moment it's definitely way more Hollywood than the first movie though for sure i I'm not sure what that like, even means in this contest like how do we define hollywood i don't I feel like it was when more I think polished. Of Blade Runner, when I think of Blade Runner, the first scene that pops
1: in my head is a unicorn running through the... No. Uh, <laughs>
0: Spoilers. It's a 40-year-old movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here. It's uh, the scene when he goes to the nightclub and the girl runs and he shoots her and she goes through the, the, the glass. Yes. And you got the music behind it. Right. You got the slow-mo. Right, right, right. It's the one action sequence in the entire film, more or less. Not, not true, but <laughs> that is you the lied. definitive, that is the
0: definitive Blade Runner for me. Okay. You it, see him not,
1: point the gun.
0: It's, it's not his art house. It's not his art house-y. I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. It's not his art housey. Yeah. There's not these like crazy weird light weirdnesses have it. Like, interesting filmography and like with just he plays with light so much in the first one mostly because of the cinematographer uh he really they were basing it off of Kane and all this different crazy aesthetics and it all just kind of jumbled into this crazy amazingly looking cool movie with a ridiculous story but this one has a super solid story a very different aesthetic but also like it kind of fit with the universe that De- Denny Villeneuve, uh was setting up with his animated shorts that he put out.
1: Oh, speaking of which, those shorts,
0: just as oh, a side note. Oh, my
1: word. Only one of them is animated, but they're all three great. Yes. No, they're ridiculous. Hope, I hope good. that an animated one with the director who directed
0: that first short. He did short. Cowboy Bebop and Shamurai Shampoo. Yeah, him. I've uh, never seen either Wat-Nabi, of those. I think is his, Wat is his last name. I can't remember his first name. He's in the those shorts are incredible like visceral visual experiences that you need to you need to see
1: Netflix since you're not listening so anyone <laughs> just create an anime about this Blade Runner universe
0: and I think they're thinking about doing a television I, series I've heard rumors I've about heard rumors an too. anime/television series I I would be so down I this universe lends it so well to that um, but De- yeah, Denny Villeneuve set up this universe having happened after an EMP wiped out all information. And so, uh, we- not Wayland, the new guy, uh, what's his name? Leto? Yeah, Leto, he plays Wallace. Wallace Corp takes the place of uh, Wayland. Wayland Utani, which is the alien, and Tyrell Corp. They take place of they take the place of Tyrell. We're getting Alien and Blade Runner mixed up because they're in the same universe and they're so interchangeable. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Wallace Corpse takes the place of Tyrell Corp and kind of brings the world back from starvation and like the brink of destruction, basically. After this, they call it the blackout. And this is thirty years after that. So it's It's a more industrialized society because some of what built this cyberpunk society with layer upon layer upon layer of like different time periods kind of got wiped away and we have new buildings kind of designed in this like super space accommodating space saving form to accommodate all the people that live there right and so it's a it's a different aesthetic it's not the same and if you're expecting that you're going to be disappointed well you're not going to be disappointed but you're you're going to be in for a shock because it's very different so let's talk about the first scene in this movie because i think it's so iconic and it really sets up the rest of the movie perfectly and it's one of my favorite scenes
1: it really does in a in a way where i wasn't necessarily expecting it in my blade runner film yeah me neither because it's it's much more action-packed right than blade runner original
0: yeah it, it is and it i think it Again, it sets it up. That is what you expect throughout, and that kind of pacing and where the action scene comes, and it, it just it, it lays out the movie before you, and I think it's, it's perfect. It starts out very slow and real mm-hmm. and just like, this
1: is life, yeah. and then it builds into my life has been interrupted by this.
0: And Ryan Gosling's performance throughout was spot on, I feel like. I
1: think that guy really has a shot. Just really, I think he's going to go places. I think he is too. Just, I think he's fantastic. I think he has a possibility that he might have a career after this film.
0: Are you being <laughs> sarcastically? <laughs> yes,
1: obviously. No, I just think there's pure talent in him. And I see it going to many different movies. Like he might even do a musical. I, I think he could sing possibly. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so,
0: <laughs> thanks for that derailing uh, brought to you by Bed Blood. It wasn't a
1: derailing. Now it's a derailing. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you. Um,
1: but the guy does action too. Like, he does. He sings. He does action. He dances. He sings, sort of. He his, does drama, action, his drama. His drama dances are. He has hair. He can kiss, apparently. Get out of here. Stop this. <laughs>
0: Stuff is like man love that you have with. But he's uh, great, right? guy Ga- he is great. I, uh, I don't. You know but who I think also is great the, in that opening scene? David Bautista? He's incredible.
1: You almost don't recognize him as Drax in that. <laughs> in that, you're like, you absolutely don't.
0: That's. Oh yeah, that I is, don't. That at is all. Bautista.
1: Well, I mean, it doesn't help. Just that he's some not of the dream. things like
0: polishing his glasses and like how he puts them ac- around his ears and stuff. Just all the little details in this movie. Just make all the characters really come to life and makes you feel for them. They're, like there's a point in the story where Ryan Gosling, like Kay has this super, super emotional kind of pinnacle moment. And the way that it's, it's done is so masterful by Ryan Gosling. It really impacted me a lot. I, right? there are a ton of those really impactful scenes and you know, the first movie was kind of revolving around this question you know it's based on this book do ai dream of electric sheep do they have dreams right and it's kind of the first movie is about how real can we make these ai and how real are they like they're starting to have emotions this is kind of crazy and then this is kind of the logic logical conclusion to that narrative where you take it even farther past that and it's how human can ai be right and they, this movie kind of deals with that yeah Absolutely. Completely. Couldn't have said it better myself. I I like how they dealt with it. Like, they didn't ask a whole lot of new questions, but they definitely presented the information in a different way and made it really, really compelling.
1: Also, still no answer on Deckard, technically speaking.
0: Yeah, like, it's very much left up to whatever.
1: I think based on the ending of this film and... Everything that is said in this film, I think he's actually human. At this I think point. he's replicant. I think that might be a spoilery discussion
0: which we will have at a later date. It definitely is a spoiler conversation. <laughs> like there's some questions asked that that we can't even talk about right. because there's so much of this movie that's a spoiler. We don't want to spoil this, but when it comes yeah. out on DVD, because I'm pretty sure it's out of will, most of might. the theaters here in the U.S., we might have another conversation. You
1: guys you guys should definitely check out this film. I, yeah, think absolutely. I it hope absolutely. It absolutely deserves
0: everything. I hope it's it got, makes a huge comeback in DVD sales and Blu-ray. It's got all the feelings that you want from a Blade Runner sequel. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so if you've seen Blade Runner but have not seen this film yet, definitely watch it once it comes
0: out on blu-ray and digital format there's a couple of the things i want to touch on before we finish up with our review absolutely joy let's talk about joy because i know that this has been done before in her i believe but there's a scene in this movie which i can't really completely describe is that a spoiler should we talk about that I think that the reason for the
1: scene is a spoiler,
0: okay? But the scene itself is not. Well, for me, I hadn't seen her with Scarlett Johansson, and so I did not expect this. And there's a, there's a, So Kay has this like AI companion hologram, right? And it's kind of it's like his girlfriend or partner, wife, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And there's a scene where she, like, synchronizes her movements with another woman so that she can be real for Ryan Gosling's character. And it is—I was flabbergasted. It's amazing to see. It's so weird. It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I was blown away. Because it's two two humans, like— two humans and as, a robot as like,
1: actors as actors it's like two humans being the same person where one of them is wearing the other human as their skin like that's oh, that's it, the best oh, way cra- i can describe yeah, it it's crazy It, it, it the, the, you have two faces uh, coming through at one point you have the face of the human yeah. versus the face of the ai then the face of the and ai they takes of blend over over the, the human
0: it's there's hands that are like coming over hands where there's like you got to coming it. off hands. You just have to see this scene to understand even remotely what we're talking about because, like, I couldn't even visualize. Like, this so, hadn't even occurred to me to be a thing. Some of the
1: movements kind of remind me of, like, you know how you can turn on your settings for whatever reason? The idea that your cursor drags behind you and you can right. create, like, a snake thing going on. Yeah, exactly. There's a few times where it's just, it feels a bit like a delay, but it's completely like they filmed one person doing something with. Doing it and then they filmed another person doing it and then they just kind of had to mesh the two
0: together. It's it's an amazing. It's incredible. It's it's brilliant. It really is. And I think all the questions that Joy brought up for me in this dystopian world where you have AI companions and it's kind of brought up by when Kay goes out in the real world and like, oh, you don't like real girls like this is this is a type of person that's pretty common. Like, this happens a lot, where these AI companions are taking the place of real people. And it just, it made me, like, just so sad. Like, just kind of the depravity of it. Just, it. So, there was nothing. It was soulless. It made me incredibly sad. So, there was that, uh, also in the book Ready Player One. Which we've both read
1: now. Yes, we have both read, going off on a little side note that also kind of ties in a little bit here.
0: Yes, it does. So...
1: Gosh, I just totally forgot his name. Wade, Wade. yeah. So Wade kind of hits a point in his life where he just kind of cuts
0: himself off from everything and mentioned in there is... He cuts himself off from everything in the real world and immerses himself fully into the virtual world. Completely in the oasis, the virtual world. And they have like these
1: products that are so you can get the feeling of real companionship Mm -hmm. with the A.I., With like... Basically like a sex doll.
0: Basically like a robot sex doll. Yeah. It's almost like different stages of the same product. Exactly. And he kind of started to make comments of how he was spending all this money to become more and more invested in this virtual world when he like came to this point where he realized that it was... Virtual. It was virtual. And Kay has a similar similar issues, but it's and it's, it's punctuated. Shown, and it's shown in a beautiful way. Oh yeah, I know what scene you're talking about. Like the the fire is is kind of have these embers coming up and then the embers in this behind the blackness kind of turn into the city and then it zooms around a corner and there's a giant billboard of joy. It's an advertisement for her. And you realize that she is just a product. And it just And there's actually nothing special happening There's nothing special happening. And this is happening over and over again in a million homes. And it is incredibly sad. Unbelievably real, though. It it is. Because it takes
1: this amazing thing that we've been ranting about for the past five minutes and just makes it commonplace.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Disillusionment is a huge theme throughout this entire movie. Disillusionment with... What you think you are, what you think that the things around you are, and especially in the ever increasingly digital world, what we come to think of as companionship or communication is kind of a sham and it it kind of blasts open those doors, I feel like in a
1: very satisfying way
0: it does like it it makes you think, and that's one of, that's one of my favorite parts about this movie is it really makes you think one other
1: thing that really stood out to me. Radiation zone.
0: The junkyard? Oh, the radiation zone. The radiation zone. zone. Oh, my I just word. really enjoyed that That's, as well. That is what you get to see in the trailer, the, like, red landscape, mm. the radiation zone. It's incredibly shot. Every every part of that entire sequence is incredible. Every
1: moment you spend there is yeah. just
0: very... It's surreal. Uh-huh. Yep. You, it feels dreamlike almost. It's, it's a very just... It's just gorgeous. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. The you soundtrack guys, is incredible. It is a, like this crazy pounding beat. He gives homage to the original, but really created still his original own thing. Enough. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it served it served the movie so well, guys. If, if you don't, if you can't hear my excitement for this movie in my voice, like I, I loved it. I he thought went it was and incredible. Saw it three
1: times in theaters. Three, like how much a more two do you hour need? forty-minute In order for him, he spent a fourth of over a fourth of a day.
0: Yeah, at this at the theater, just watching this film. Exactly. It, it's actually oh my almost word. half a day. <laughs> the experience of this in IMAX was breathtaking. It's a beautiful I wish film. I would have seen it. it is a beautiful film. Guys. Excited
1: to see Star Wars in IMAX. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We both got tickets
1: opening night.
0: I cannot well, wait opening weekend. That's true. It's like the second day or whatever. It's a little bit later. It's fine, whatever. But that
1: doesn't matter. You guys want to know what our bottom line is. Because all anyone cares about is star reviews. I don't like giving star reviews. You know this. Feels bad, man.
0: Feels bad, man. They're
1: arbitrary. They are. Um it's a good film. It's a really good film. It's incredible. But for me, like it's it's gorgeous. It's fun. I I I did have fun with it. Go for it, man. Go for it. It's not Baby Driver. It's not Logan Lucky. It's not Logan. I hear you. I've given all three of those those films, well, except Logan, because we just talk about it and we don't review it.
0: That Uh movie was so good.
1: Logan, you guys know, is my five. And Baby Driver and Logan Lucky, I'm going to say I unjustly gave lower numbers. I'm going to give both of those fives as well. I I just love those movies. They're so good. uh, Post-mortem Post-mortem, post-mortem. Post-mortem?
0: Post-mortem, post-mortem.
1: Post-mortem, post-mortem. That's right. I'm going to give it... a A five, dog? four. 4.5. 4.5. I'm going to give it a 4.5. It hurts me. It's the reason why I bumped the others up. Again, film's gorgeous. Like, from a technical standpoint and everything, right. if I can separate emotional attachment and what those other films did for me personally from critical... Critically,
0: Blade Runner was... I
1: still give Blade Runner a 4.5, but I probably bop- <laughs> bump those down to like 4s or 5s. There 4s
0: you know. or 4.5s. For me, it... I think I gave Logan a five. It's just a, a little bit Hollywood. I, hear you. I think I gave Logan a five, right? Absolutely. Logan is and our five. Logan is our
1: best movie of the year at this point.
0: This movie is right next to it. It's a five. It's a five for me. I think it's on the same level. Uh, at least if I could give it a six, I probably would. I've seen this movie six three times. I, I He will own this movie the instant it comes out. I mean, probably I did not the Bobby, instant, but once it goes on I would probably I did prob- that with baby driver. If I had like the money, baby I would get it instantly, but I don't, so I'm gonna get it when it comes on sale because I money.
1: Mean, usually they're released
0: at the a exactly. sale price. But that was our review, guys. It was I was awesome. It was it awesome. It was great.
1: You guys really if you're looking for a good movie that came out over the summer, it's a really solid one.
0: It really is. And, and it didn't it come hasn't... out over the summer at all. It was fall. <laughs> it's true let's get into thor ragnarok man let's move on thor ragnarok let's let's move on over
1: guys thor ragnarok in a different light was just such a fun movie
0: in a completely different way it was so different from the original two i it was great. It was great. It, it was, great. was great. Directed by Taiko
1: Watiti. Watiti. Uh, I'm I'm going off memory here. This is Taiko Waidi
0: Watiti. Taiko Watiti. Tycho Watiti. Taiko. Taiko. That's apparently, how it's Tycho pronounced. Taiko Watiti.
1: Thor, imprisoned on the other side of the universe, finds himself in a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against the Hulk, his former ally and fellow Avenger. Thor's quest for survival leads him in a race against time to prevent the all-powerful Hela from destroying his homeworld and the Asgardian civilization.
0: Ba-bam. We expected this from the trailer, did we not? If you didn't, I, I mean... I'm this trailer surprised. pretty much
1: reveals mostly everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is one of those times where I'm like, I wish I hadn't seen the trailer. I've heard rumors like eighty percent of the dialogue was actually ad libbed. <laughs> as far as like the humor goes. That doesn't surprise me. Because that's it just felt kind like of like Tyco What
1: T D directs. That's just how he works. Uh this, I is mean, the the funniest. Bravo.
0: this is the funniest Marvel movie. It is, which Hands is telegraphed down. in the trailer, obviously. Uh, this stars Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, uh Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo. They're, guys, it's a marvel movie. We got so many people. Tessa so Thompson people. also is Tessa Valkyrie. Thompson is a yes, very Valkyrie. important character. And Cog. My favorite. And Korg. Who's the director? Yeah, apparently. The voice that's, acted by the director. That's that's pretty good. Uh, this movie is directed by Taika Waititi. Um, Eric Pearson and Craig Kyle are writers. <sighs> Comes out to 30 minutes shorter than Blade Runner. Too
1: long, in my opinion. Too thought long. It was, I thought it was a bit much. No, I thought it was the right length. Tried to put a bit more than I wanted in it, though. It feels like when this film starts and where they tr- are by the end, I needed 30 more minutes of story without 30 more minutes of film.
0: I I get that, I get that, but I I think I feel like there was a lot of fat to this story that is not normally in a Marvel movie, like there. Which just, I think has to do with just the fact that it was more of a comedy. I I agree with you. I agree with you. We didn't get that very like enclosed plot that we usually get with our Marvel movies where it just kind of does its thing and has its very standardized, formulaic, three-act structure and we get to our end. Like, we didn't get that. That's okay. I'm just not sure that I needed as much of this as we got. I gotcha. I understand. I understand. But this is by far the funniest Marvel movie to date.
1: (laughs) Uh, Kate Blanchett continues to prove, if you are an elf, you either live long enough to... You either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain in a Marvel movie.
0: Truth. Very much so. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting this, for that Orlando Bloom villain. This movie really had some like social commentary, too, I think. There was also a lot of dirty jokes. <laughs> a, lot <laughs> a lot of dirty, of dirty jokes. jokes.
1: This is this definitely the flat-
0: dirtiest jokes in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This gave me flashbacks and overtones of, like... Original Iron Man, where they're going drunk, drunk Iron Man, and some of the kind of ridiculous, but like I got to you, a higher yeah, degree. I get you, like, right. or like Iron Man. It two. wasn't bad, but it was definitely like, oh, oh I guess this oh, is what we're doing I in our Marvel this movies is, now. This is where we're going here, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had fun with it, I enjoyed i I don't know,
1: I what? <sighs> What do you think of Marvel continually taking characters who they really like, and even if they were a villain, turning them into heroes? Such as? Loki. True. They just can't stop. They can't stop themselves. They've done it twice with Loki, and they made him a villain by the end of the first one, or by the end of the second one, and it's then they so... did it again in the third one, uh, except he's not really a villain he's, by the end of the film. He's like the
0: straight man, but butt of the joke
1: in I, this movie and i it was weird it was very weird because he's the god of mischief and i really yeah. liked that because one it means that ultimately he's still just mischief like he's just out there just being like "Ha oh, i, I gotcha got got and even like in his in his um in his taking over of asgard again no spoilers here because that's revealed at the end of thor 2 obviously like when you see him for the first time in this film it's very much this sort of ha 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 got you guys mischief, mischief thing it's just like a little darker than you necessarily would go like oh i stuck a it's can true. i stole a candy Wait. from the jar it's like oh i i brainwashed my dad
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's <laughs> that movie that was like i was like oh this is horrifying what did you do that's terrible
1: but it's still ultimately like mischief cuz he yeah. didn't he didn't kill him which i i had thought he had
0: um this this movie was very colorful i felt like there were some scenes in it like the stuff with odin just felt really like poorly done like the cgi was terrible on that like green hillscape or what i was like did you, like, take this from stock video or something and then paste it on the back of your movie? This looks really bad. There were a couple points in here. I was like, what in the world? Also, Thor's companions have, like, three-second cameos before they all die. And Sif's not even in this movie.
1: Right. Like, Sif's always been kind of a separate thing. It's always been I guess Sif and the Warriors 3. And they made it Thor and the Warriors 4. Um, But usually those are, like, Sif's friends but she
0: couldn't make the film so she wasn't in it Yeah, she was on another movie um they actually told her that this was happening like really close to film time and like hey do you want to be in the new one and she's like no i have like another gig are you kidding me i can't be in your movie i mean that happens with it does. contracts and stuff it honestly
1: does. i was kind of surprised to see idris elba in this film because he's made it very clear that he does not like working with marvel And he was not in it very much. But he was very important to this film.
0: He was very (laughs) integral to the story, but he was not in it very much. Which was interesting. It was. It really focused on Hulk, Thor, and Ella. If,
1: going back to Thor's companions, um, the Warriors 3 and the Warriors 4 and stuff, at this point, Marvel doesn't care if you haven't seen their original films. They know you have. And if you haven't, that's on you at this point. Right. Like and it's only going to get harder to catch up if for whatever reason you're wanting to see Thor and you haven't seen
0: Avengers Thor
1: Avengers like the other movies Avengers with Thor 2, in Avengers them and 3. Doctor Strange.
0: Yes. You yeah. don't need to see Doctor Strange.
1: Doctor Strange might that take That entire you.
0: sequence didn't even oh, need to be in this movie. Se- that was movie. so good. No, I love It was loved incredible. That. I love that. It absolutely didn't need to be in this movie, though. But it, it did. No, you it know, didn't. In a very different
1: way. How? So this is, this is Marvel doing world building again. So the whole idea of this film is Thor is the god of thunder. That's the whole idea of this film. You know, who is Thor? What makes Thor, Thor? That's the whole idea behind this film. I don't consider that a spoiler. It's
0: fine. Continue.
1: By the end of this film, they have to... At the beginning of this film, they show just how completely powerless Thor is... By showing just how powerful Dr. Strange actually is, yeah Dr. Strange uber crazy powerful in a way that like makes him look more powerful in that in that what maybe five minutes Four or five he's minutes. in yeah he looks more powerful in that whole five minutes than he did in the entire Doctor Strange movie. He progressed a lot, but at the same time. That is Doctor Strange. Yes, it is. And it was so good to see it, and I'm glad it was in there, I, 100%. I'm,
0: I'm not upset that it was there. I really enjoyed it, but I, it didn't have to be there. That was another part. Of it. That's what made it long. Is It's just kind of the interweaving of the other stories, and it it didn't need to be there.
1: Again, that's Marvel. Just, it is. That's Marvel. Is. is Marvel is has nitpick. to set this up. Yeah. It's It's an unprecedented thing what they're about it to is. do. Um, and technically, we thought it was done with the Avengers. And then we're like, nope. We saw you, Thanos at the end of the Avengers. Yet. 2000, <laughs> 2012, we got uh, this. 2018, we're going to get the fruition wow. of what we've
0: been waiting for. Like, the culmination of this entire franchise. 2008 through 2018. It's been 10 years. It's pretty incredible. It's been 10 years. It's really, really cool.
1: And... Yeah, like... I don't know where to go from here, so, like, Hulk was okay. I didn't... Like, a lot of people were like, oh, Hulk's funny, Mark Ruffalo, funny. I loved Mark Ruffalo in this film. I loved Mark Ruffalo. Mark
0: Ruffalo's gate.
1: Great. I loved Bruce Banner. I liked Bruce Banner.
0: Hulk was like... Hulk was like...
1: eh. Hulk was like having two Thors on the screen, and I...
0: Yeah. The balance was off. There's
1: a real problem with just having one Thor on the screen sometimes. Like... (laughs) Thor's... (laughs) Thor's.
0: <laughs> There's a real problem with just Look,
1: everyone. Okay. You're right. Thor's real good looking. Thor has a real cool hammer. Thor is not what you're looking forward to in your Marvel movies. Yeah. You're looking forward to Thor. Like the moments you're like, oh, Thor. These are the definitive Thor moments. It's like Thor landing on top of the Quinjet in Avengers because it's just your first reveal of Thor on Earth. Exactly. You're like, oh, whoa. Uh, Thor. Punching Thor, throwing Thor,
0: bringing life the to vision. The hammer scene at the beginning of Ultron, where he bounces lightning off of Captain trying America's shield. Trying to pull.
1: It's never a thing where you're like, yeah, Thor being a character. No, it's always Thor being with other characters. Awesome, like, or just like genuinely also like pull, trying to pull his hammer out because yes. he's that stubborn.
0: Oh, Those cool, cool moments.
1: Not a single moment from Thor: The Dark World. Sorry, Thor: The Dark World. You're not great. You were trash. Uh, you were trash. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrible. But you always think of Thor, he's either showing his muscles, punching a dude, or he's with someone else. Those are the Thor moments that you're like, Yeah, this is Thor. And yeah. then this movie has a couple moments that you're like, Oh, this is Thor, but it's still action sequences.
0: Which It is. I'm he's not, not, not gonna go strong, into a exactly strong dramatic are. character. He's, and and he's I think that's really why they're like, okay, Thor doesn't hold a single character film very well. Let's make it a comedy.
1: And it works better. It does. It works way, way better. Way better. Because he's just like a jock. He's doing he's Thor He's a dumb things. jock. He's, he's doing a dumb, dumb jock. Thor things. That's what
0: Thor is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it just plays into it. And it works way better. Uh, I love the junk town. Like, the whole design of the junk town was awesome. The junk oh, planet. Right. That was great. Um... The the arena was really cool. <laughs> Korg again, my favorite character. Oh, I'm cool. I started a revolution? Korg Korg is great. I K- love Korg. My Korg and the bug guy with like karate chop. He, he's always karate chopping at the sidelines, and it is incredible. <laughs> he was the bug guy was like also one of my favorite characters in the entire film. Surge made no sense to me was Scourge. totally insane i didn't even understand so why he was there i guess if you're more familiar with
1: comics he's better like right. just as a character right but honestly i thought i thought he was going to be like the creation of the wrecking crew and he was going to like team up with the enchantress and all kinds of cool stuff it, didn't get a sat the satisfying end i wanted out of that film. and his
0: storyline was just weird Kind of felt ham-fisted into the film. It really did. I'm like, why are you here? This makes like, no sense. You don't need to be here at all. It was almost
1: like Idris Elba can't have the sword for the Rainbow Bridge, so we need someone else too.
0: Exactly. It was. It was. Oh, it, it was it, weird. It was forced. It was forced. I didn't like it. I didn't like his character. And there were there's supposed to be this like m- emotional scene at the end of the movie with him, and you're just you like, saw it coming I mean, the entire super flat. film. Oh, that yes. That was the other thing. Oh, like, yes.
1: There was no point where it was
0: like, oh, this isn't going to happen. He had the most simple character arc like in any Marvel movie, which is saying a lot because there are some pretty simple character arcs in the, in these Marvel films.
1: I mean, Ant-Man. I'm a thief. I steal stuff. I'm a thief. And that's literally his entire I got my morals. Arc.
0: Oh. I'm a thief super.
1: with morals, but I'm still going to steal stuff. That was more
0: like nuanced <laughs> and complex than Surge ever was. It was bad. Scourge. Scourge. Um overall it was a good movie. I had fun it was like I had fun with it. Was it a good movie? Probably not i like it was very generic. It had some funny moments, but there was nothing really interesting or cool happening there and, as far as action comedies go
1: i 'm going to give it one of the better ones.
0: Oh, I agree. I think it's really, really, really a standout auction. Action comedy. That being said, like based on
1: my experience with you, you enjoy funny moments, but you don't really like
0: comedy as I much. Don't. No, I don't I don't like comedies as much, but this wasn't, you know, a comedy comedy, so it, it was okay with me. Like I think comedies, I don't like the cringiness. I don't like cringy comedies. I can deal with funny comedies, but I dealt with all kinds of cringe in this comedy. <laughs> what there's not a whole lot of like okay this is really 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 embarrassing and i'm feeling really like anxious about the scene because i don't want to be here right now that's what i get in a lot of comedies like parks and rec or the office where people are doing super stupid stuff and i'm just like okay i can't relate to this and it makes me feel anxious because if i did this I'd be running out of the room screaming. Okay, I can't deal with that kind of thing. Saying. Which is what a lot of people see as comedy More and contrived I, comedy. It's British comedy, well, you know that like cringe comedy. I, that got I can't to. deal yeah. with. But it was good. Is there anything else you want to go over?
1: Um, you know, I don't, I don't think there is. If you were expecting, this is one thing I'll say because it kind of bummed me out a little bit. Based on the trailer, you got the amazing immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. You're gonna hear that song, I believe, three times in yeah. the film. Uh, no other, no other rock songs. Yeah, and but the there was like a weird sort of synth score, half half synth psychedelic thing going on weird.
0: slash half rock. I didn't mind it. It kind of cut through the action a couple times where I was like, oh, "That's kind of cool." I was I was
1: legitimately just like, "I know Calvin will kind of like this score because I- <laughs> it's it's more Calviny." You know me. You know me. Did you not like it as much? I felt it felt a little. Disjointed esque, gotcha. Um, and not necessarily that I didn't like it. It's just moments where I didn't necessarily think it worked. One other thing I have to touch on because okay. that's pretty much all I have to say about the score. All it right. was it was it worked for the film. It just a little times felt. I wanted I wanted that rocks score that I was promised by the yeah. trailer. I wanted I a bit more
0: eighties rock, and we got more eighties like and light we got synth. three
1: of the same eighties song. It was like light eighties synth. Yeah, I was like, "What's happening?" Jeff Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum in this film. Oh my word! Yes,
0: so good. It is amazing. Why are, you me the si-
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you handing me the
0: stick? Why are you handing me the stick? He like he did nothing to deserve the stick. Get it? It was oh my gosh! It was crazy. It was so good. Uh, it's so funny. There's a lot of really funny stuff in here that really actually kind of like went off well really like, more well. more jokes landed than i
1: thought were going to land and an interesting thing is i can see him as benicio del toro's brother i don't see him as benicio del toro's older brother <laughs> as the collector yeah but i see him as the younger brother i can definitely see that like when the collector comes in he's like oh i'm so disappointed in you and the
0: grandmaster is like
1: yo what up
0: Oh. <laughs> that just reminding like, me of that entire sequence where thor is like going through the tunnel of lsd nightmare edit
1: <laughs> and this is also another thing marvel end credits scenes are really letting me down this year dude it's like you sit new. through the
0: credits and you're like yes this is not They're not giving us as much about the next movie, like hype moments in the next movie. Here's a funny thing. Thanks for sitting. It's not a connecting scene. It is a like a funny conclusionary scene.
1: They're not important scenes.
0: They're not important anymore, and that really devalues my experience at Marvel films because it really makes me go. Should I? Why are we even talking like this? They have no need to give us anything. Like yes, they've gotten like less important, but also like they were optional to begin with. And that is completely okay if they don't want to, like, give away things for the next movie.
1: I'll be honest, though. I think the first one that does it, people will riot.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, first
1: one that does it? The first one that doesn't. Like, oh, people everyone just absolutely sits through absolutely massacre. It, and and like, they're like,
0: the Reddit post will be what? on fire. Everyone Facebook will be going hate insane. Them.
1: And then, like, what, what would be awesome, though? They release, like, five movies without them. Then people start leaving because they're not expecting them. And then they go, and boom. And then they're like, super important. this is super important. And they put it at the very end after all the credits, not in the middle, because honestly, you can leave. Not these quote unquote post credit scenes. You can leave after the mid credit scene. The mid credit scene is the one that's like, oh, this is important. Usually. You're done. The end credit scene, it's like, hey, thanks for sitting. Here's Captain America talking about how big of a letdown he actually is being right now at the end of this Spider-Man film. It's out on DVD. I don't care if
0: I spoil it. Suck it. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Laying it on. <laughs> Let's give our star ratings, dude. I'll give a three and a half.
1: That's exactly where I'm at, man. I had a ton of fun, but I'll watch a, it again.
0: Yeah. It wasn't a great movie. It was good It wasn't a great movie, but it, was it was a good
1: movie. It was a really good movie though. It was a really good movie. It was a really good movie. I had a ton of fun. You know what I'm really excited about? What Speaking are you excited of comedies about? that are contrived and have no place in anything.
0: Have you seen the trailer for game night? No, I saw like a like a, a thumbnail for it on YouTube the other day, and I was like, "Should I watch this?" Guys, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna watch the trailer for Game Night. We just we just watched uh, the Game Night trailer. If you haven't seen that trailer, go watch the trailer because it's freaking amazing. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty great. Pretty funny, like it. Oh.
1: I'm trying to think. Do we have Lego Movie Two before that film? Because that might be the first film of next year. Lego I'm Movie Two for what? Yeah. Have they released anything about that? Not anything yet. Okay. I've heard rumors Incredibles 2 teaser is going to be with Coco. Released with Coco. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that's so. our that's our other news. But Game Night, Game Night looks really funny. Looks uh, it's super funny. It's a it's a classic tale of misinterpretation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know. We're gonna have to watch this. But
1: it's even possible that like I don't know. I don't know what's real and what's fake in that trailer. I think it's going to be fun. It looks,
0: it looks fun. I it's hope also it's an done hour and a well. half, so I'm going to squeeze it right well. in there. I'm going to be super happy about that hour and a half run length. I'm hoping it's done real well. <sighs> I hope it does well too. No, that no, no. Comes like, I hope the film
1: is done well. No, I do too. Re- right. I don't right. care right. how it does box office wise. Yeah. I mean, I hope that everyone involved in it gets paid
0: properly. You're too nice. You're too nice. Just. It's fine. Let them. Let Everyone them has done. a job. They got man. enough it's, money. It's tough. They got enough. An-
1: <laughs> you don't know that. Like I don't know that. that. cinematographer might be just starving. For he might work. be
0: like living in a trash can.
1: No idea who the cinematographer is. So we said we'd watched a lot of movies, and we did. We're gonna go over a couple of those real quick now. Two of them. Uh, exact. The big thing here, going on here, is I've seen one. I've seen a couple. Calvin hasn't seen, and Calvin's seen like seven. I haven't seen. Truth. So, a few of those I want to see, a few of them I don't. So, true. I'm going to go ahead and give you a brief ta- my brief take on the Lego Ninjago movie. Do it. One thing I will say, Warner Brothers animation continues to look just like Legos and do it very well. Uh, this film does not have the charm of the Lego movie or the trying to think the nuance of the Lego Batman movie and it might be because I'm older and I don't watch the TV show Ninjago. Yeah, but gotcha. it was it was still fun to see a bunch of ninjas do ninja things in Lego format. And Jackie Chan, <laughs> being Jackie Chan. Yeah. The film opens live action. Jackie Chan runs a weird curios shop and this boy comes in who's like being made fun of sort of kind of
0: like the jackie chan adventure and jackie chan
1: Chan. is like i'm gonna tell you the story about a boy being a ninja who can be a ninja because all things are possible if you believe in yourself or something like that you know
0: that line again
1: i don't think that was exactly what it was and then he's like end of his master who was infinitely wiser and better than him and he holds up a figure who's voiced by Jackie Chan as well, uh, Amazing. <laughs> which just makes the film that much better. But Warner Brothers, like they really know how to cast the voice actors. Yeah, I really enjoy everyone they've cast as all their voices. Dave Franco in their is films. Lloyd. Dave Franco is Lloyd. Fred Armisen is Cole. Kumai Nanjani. Na- is j michael peña Non
0: nanjani uh
1: the other big name i need well i guess there's zach woods and abby jacobson as zayn and Nya. naya justin thoreau's garmadon he kind of steals this whole movie from everyone else it's it's great when your villain is the funniest character in the film uh but it's just a bunch of ninjas trying to save the day and Lloyd's trying to connect with his dad like that's the entire plot of it. Sounds it's a very simple and fun. It's a very kid film. It's fun. It's very fun. There might be a cat in it, a a real live action cat. No promises, but there's live action scenes. I, actually, I will say there is a cat. Jackie Chan calls, <laughs> it, evil. Jackie Chan calls it, it evil. obviously um, cat. Jackie Chan calls it evil.
0: Yes.
1: It's it's a very fun film. Yeah. I don't think it's the best of the Lego films. Okay. Still really enjoyed it, but honestly, my star rating is not going to represent how much I enjoyed it, in honesty. I I give it about a three out of five. It was a very fun film, really enjoyed it, didn't hate it, but at the end of the day, I'd rather watch quite a few other things.
0: Gotcha. So you gave it the same rating as Thor Ragnarok?
1: No, because I gave Thor a 3.5. Oh, what are you giving this? Three, just right down the middle. It's a good film. Three. All right, it's not bad. It's not great. It's just good. It's enjoyable. Gotcha. Watch it once. Have some fun.
0: Kick back. Let your inner ten-year-old out. Sounds good. The Movie I'm going to talk about is The Dark Tower. Uh, I you've guess- been you've been
1: uh, you've been I've seen on the social medias
0: social medias uh-huh.
1: that you may have in fact been.
0: Reading this series of, like, seven books? I have read um, seven books on Audible. I have listened to seven of these and I, books. and I feel like... That is every book in the series. I feel like...
1: Uh, uh, is one of them called The Dark Tower? is it just the series is called The Dark Tower? The series Tower? is
0: called The Dark Tower. None so, of them are called The Dark Tower.
1: So was this an attempt to put the entire series
0: into one book? It was or? not. It was an attempt to... How many books are in this Not put any of the series into the book and create a completely new storyline that has nothing to do with the book. It is a Easter egg machine and it created an abomination, has very little to do with the actual story of the book.
1: I know why Idris Elba was in Thor 3, because he had to be in something good this year.
0: <laughs> they <Thank> you <laughs> that is a hundred percent true because this film was garbage. I don't know uh, else Indra I Elba plays spin. the gunslinger, the fabled gunman of Midworld. I have adored the series of books, and I didn't watch the Dark Tower because I didn't want to have anything spoiled at all, and I wanted to read everything that I could, so I read everything. I got to the movie, and I'm like, well, this isn't oh so you're just not this is okay what i wanted was like a peter jackson portrayal of the lord of the rings films because that's what this series deserves like this is the western lord of the rings is it as good as the lord of the rings material and it deserved way better than it got you know looking at it from a completely abstracted you know view away from the books without reading the books at all it still wasn't a good movie. It was hard to follow. I couldn't quite understand like, what was really going on. The motivations were flat, simple, deadpan. And there was really no, like, like, really, there was nothing to bring me along in the story and make me care about anybody. I didn't care about the kid. I didn't care about the gunslinger. I didn't care about the man in black. And it was unfortunate.
1: This, But they all looked cool except maybe the kid.
0: They all looked pretty cool. I will give it that. Stylistically, I think it was really, really good. It, it matched the book. Uh, like it did a great job of the stylistics and it really did take some of like the character elements and brought them to life from the books. Um, the story is about a gunslinger trying to chase after the man in black and kill him because he killed his father. That is the entire, it's just a revenge story through and through with the obvious, oh, this is all revenge and I need to actually fight for the world because it's in danger because I lost that along the way. Like, just, yay. Yay, Hollywood. Yeah, so I give it a 1.5. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I don't give many movies that bad of a review, but it was pretty bad.
1: Uh, I think that's higher than I gave Blade Runner the first time I watched it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Or maybe the same. It pains me every time we talk about (laughs) that. I can't stand it. I just like to bring up how low I was on
1: Blade Runner.
0: Do you have any books that you'd recommend? Anything you're reading? Any books I'm reading that I'd recommend? Because I just finished Ready Player One on Ben's recommendation, and that book is incredible. With the movie coming out soon, guys, get on it. Read that book. It's a page-turner. That being said...
1: Having seen the trailer for that film, don't expect it to be the same film. It's There's not. Definitely. The, the same as the book. I'm I, really looking forward to the book. I hope they the, keep the, the same film.
0: basic story, unlike what they did with dark, like the Dark Tower. I hope they keep the same basic story and then just change scenes to make it more cinematic. I think they can do that pretty well. Absolutely. I, I would agree with that. And based on what I'm sort of
1: hearing, the big thing I've heard is... Um, r- oh rocks rockstar what was his name the bully dude who's in like this much of the film the dude in the very i don't remember like he makes fun of wade yeah but he's like he's like a
0: and we also have the dance scene in the trailer thing. so we know that's probably going to be in there right so i feel like they're going to keep some of the elements in there um but i know that and that scene with all the guys running to their headsets—that yeah. is also Absolutely. that makes no, every, sense.
1: I, all that stuff, and I'm wondering if like that race right at the beginning that we're seeing uh-huh. might be like an initial. This go is hunt. the universe. Yeah. Well, or a uh, um,
0: the initial idea of hunt for this egg. Let's go. Right. I feel like he's just gonna punch it up a bit, but I'm really hoping he does keep the story because it. I think it lends itself so well to cinema. So well, so to, well it, to cinema. It was like written for the cinema. It's crazy. I'm also reading Dune right now, which is like the, one of the biggest sci-fi series that's ever been written, and it's ridiculously good. He's on a bit of a sci-fi kick. Uh, Raleigh's really the a sci-fi only like,
1: book I've been reading. I've been trying to get through Phasma. I own that in paper, so it's going, it going real slow. I'm enjoying it to an extent. I haven't gotten to a point where I can really make my mind up about it. I like where it's trying to go. Right. I'm still trying to figure out if it's just trying to say, Phasma's awesome. Please like Phasma. Uh, Which which again, like I'm maybe four chapters in or five chapters in.
0: You got a ways to go.
1: But one of the one of the things that excites me is there there's a line on like the I might be seven chapters in because it's like the third or fourth chapter. It ends with what he doesn't understand is about Captain Phasma is Phasma will do anything to survive. And just based on what had already been established in the first couple chapters that I've heard, I'm excited to see where it goes based on that sentence. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do this. I'm ready because I'm buying into the Phasma hype. Yeah. Uh, You know, Y'all can hate me, but you bought into the Boba Fett hype. And so I'm just one of the early adapters.
0: Haters being haters, you know?
1: That's right. I've always hated on Boba, actually, because I think he's stupid and does nothing. You hypocrite. Look, no, no. You hypocrite. Okay. Look, I can appreciate people who like Boba because all this cool stuff he's done. But just based on his role in the film, there is nothing to go off of there. And so for me, I when guess. I watch The Force Awakens, I'm like, oh, Phasma does nothing. I bet she has cool backstories like Boba. I hear you. I dislike Boba because of what he is. Yeah, yeah. But what he became is awesome. Right. I hope Phasma becomes something cool like Boba. Yeah, like, I, I think that's like why they're trying the to create Queen right? of the First Order. Like, just sure. when you think First Order, you don't think Kylo or General. But First Hugs. Order's gone, so no, it's not. First Order's totally around, dude. First Order blew up the old, the the New Republic. We watched that happen in the Force Awakens. It's like they we're gonna built kill the a, Senate,
0: a Star Killer Base.
1: They, how are they still alive? I mean, Phasma's still alive, Hux is still alive, Kylo's still alive. They can't Snoke be still, still called alive. the like First Order. No, yeah, they can. Oh my dude. Um, oh
0: I mean, a lot of them were up in space. That's like they saying the Empire's them.
1: over because I, uh,
0: the, the economics of any of this just doesn't make any sense at all. Don't I don't even understand. Just accept it. Just accept Shut it. Shut your mouth. Just accept it. I need to watch Darth. I need to listen to it's Darth Plagueis, sci-fi dude. Because I've heard that book, even though it's not in the new universe, is ridiculously good. The,
1: the Darth Plagueis stuff, Darth Bane's series—that's really good. He's yeah. the one who enacted the Order of Two. Yep. And also, I found the original NPR recording of Star Wars. Oh yeah. On Audible, it's got Mark Hamill and Anthony Daniels reprising their oh, roles. Actually, wow. that's it's a hundred percent. Just a vocal play right. for Star Wars. Some of the voices.
0: I cannot get behind Han. I try so hard. <laughs> he just doesn't work for me. Right. Well, it's Han. He's incredibly iconic. I think it's going to be hard at all. Yeah, It's it going to be hard seeing new young Han.
1: Speaking of new young Han, couple little news the things. Solo Cup movie. Did you see the cup uh, with the image of him, actually? No. Oh, like, there's actually, like, a promotional, there, there's a cup. Is there like, a red from solo a theater. cup? No. 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 Stop it. Yes. It's the solo yeah. movie. Yeah. His name's always been Solo. Yeah. Unless, of course, they change that. Don't you dare, Lucas. Yeah, I know you're one of the 26 people who listen to us or whatever. He doesn't even, he cares... I mean, it's not, not Lucas's all. thing. He I'm, cares I'm not at I'm saying film. Kathleen Kennedy, if you're listening. <laughs> you're, not, you're not. Kathleen! You're not listening, but listen. Don't you dare try and give us a reason for Han Solo to be called Han Solo. It's
0: his name. stupid. They're going to do it. stupid. They're going to do it. It's ah! <laughs>
1: going to it. be great. I, I'm, I'm excited for that movie. But no, uh, apparently an actual image of him has been released. It's in the form of on a cup in promotional artwork for like just a theater. I love it. It's got it a bunch of different stuff on it.
0: That it the w- solo movie and the first image of It's Han not a solo, solo cup. It's a paper cup. Is on a cup. From a theater. I, I feel like they're making a subtle joke there.
1: He and I love it. He
0: doesn't look bad. Like it's gonna be fine. He I'm doesn't not worried. look like Han. I'm but not worried. As he's long as not it's, look like as Harrison long Ford. as it's better than Rogue One.
1: The other big thing you know? the other big thing. Yeah amazon lord of the rings have you heard about this what no amazon is looking to purchase the rights to make a lord of the rings television series
0: what which is interesting what because i've been talking about how, how are they going to get rights nobody can get the rights to anything lord of the rings it's yeah impossible. but they're amazon so like bezos is like hey billion dollars yes no maybe Mm
1: -hmm. they're working Mm -hmm. on it
0: and from what i've heard
1: based on where we're at seems like it's more of a likelihood at this point really yeah
0: we haven't gotten anything lord of the rings in a while actually lord of the rings it's true
1: well after the hobbit happened christopher tolkien was kind of like hey yeah i don't want anyone touching any
0: of my dad's stuff and i'm just gonna lock it all away that's not and none of you guys can touch it so I, you know, I, I I hate it that people bring up the Hobbit because in my mind it's not actually part of the Lord of the Rings universe at all. That movie is n- like doesn't exist. But that for was me. the entire goal of it was to tie together, and <sighs> it's like
1: you can watch these and then go into the Lord of the Rings where you'll have a much more enjoyable time, and people will start showing up to your party actually because Can't you're watching good movies. These movies are good.
0: If it's done well, I oh you're having to Lord of the Rings myth um that's. I'm going to have to get there, you know, about six hours in, about six hours in. I,
1: you know. What? No, I'm going to have to get there about seven hours in because all those movies are way over two hours.
0: Six hours for seven three and movies? And half, yeah. Three. Six hours for three six, movies is oh, two oh, hours each. I'm, please, never do math when you're being recorded. It's like I'm seven, maybe <laughs> seven and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I want a Blade Runner show. I want a Lord of the Rings show. I don't need the Lord of the Rings. I don't need Lord of the Rings. to make range. it? I have the movies. I've been getting an itch to watch the Lord of the Rings movies again. It's been a while, you know?
1: My sister is planning on watching them over Thanksgiving. She's going to watch like one a day because she doesn't want to watch all of them at the same day. What? It's you
0: a, don't want to take it like a 12-hour uh, period? That's a beating,
1: dude. I don't care who you are. That is a beating.
0: It is a feeding, especially when you hit when you hit that final movie and you're in for that like three hour, 40 minute trek and you're like, I, oh, and then you're you're on the seventh ending and you're just kind of, your soul's dying a little bit. You're like, please let it end. I need water. I need water. water. <sighs> oh,
1: man. I think I've covered all the news throughout this episode at this point <laughs> I think, that I can I, think I, of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we have. And... Next week we got Justice League. That's right. Justice, Justice League. League. That dumpster fire. I can't wait to see what happens there.
1: You know, I'm I'm cautiously I'm cautiously pessimistic.
0: <laughs> I'm just actually pessimistic. I'm like, there's no caution I'm about like, it.
1: Maybe maybe it could be good. I feel like they've went from, we are the dark. You know, we've we are said the this dark on the podcast so many times. Every time. But seeing
0: these latest trailers, it's like,
1: oh, we're so funny. We've and said I'm that like,
0: save a freaking thing on the podcast each time. Trailer looks good. Movie, dumpster fire. I get that. Yeah. I. But Wonder Woman
1: was okay. It was actually good. It was good. It was great. It, was great. <laughs> it wasn't just okay.
0: I don't know. We'll we'll we will watch it and
1: we'll see. We will absolutely watch it if for no other reason, just to see how Justice League pulls off the team of superheroes. We're gonna get our
0: early uh, worse Infinity War. You know, Caldrogo, Drogo, man, Caldrogo. Drogo, Cal Drogo. All right, guys, that was our podcast. Might be returning to
1: Game of Thrones. <laughs> Shut up.
0: We're doing the outro. This was the movie Q. The movie Q U E U E. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, And anywhere you find podcasts, search us up and we should be there. That was it. Yeah, it was. Thank you guys for listening. This is Calvin. And I'm Ben. Bye.